Jordan. Ian. Who woke up on the wrong side of the bed, tripped up, and accidentally locked themselves inside their bedside table? Samuel L. Jackson? No, two guys. <laughs> Hello and welcome to episode 16 of Two Guys What's Up. My name is Ian and I am obviously on the phone back in my own house resuming regular scheduled programming with my co-host Jordan. Jordan, how are you? I'm good, thank you. I feel so much better that we're not in the same room. Yeah, I don't think I can stand to be in your presence for too long. <laughs> no, I mean, even this phone call, it's too close. Yeah, I can feel my nipples burning. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you liked that. <laughs> Only on a Wednesday. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty good. Although I was slightly pissed off oh, yeah? just prior to this recording. I thought, you know what? It's been a long little week. I quite fancy, while we have this recording, a little cocktail. All right. So I, I prepared it all, was just about to squeeze the lime in there yep. when the glass fell over and smashed. You are kidding. <laughs> and then everything went everywhere. After I cleaned it, I just thought, I can't be bothered. So now I've got a <laughs> cup of tea. <laughs> and I think you said it's decaf as well. And it's a decaf because, hey, I don't want to be keeping myself up. <laughs> You've gone the complete opposite way from like no intoxicants. Intoxicants? <laughs> I know what I meant. <laughs> Shame nobody else did. Yeah, everyone was just scratching their head at home. <laughs> if I dropped my cocktail as I was preparing it, that would only spur me on to make a stronger one because I'd just be like, I am so pissed off. <laughs> I think it was the fact that I had to clean up all the glass, make sure my dog wasn't walking all over it and actually licking the stuff. Of course. It was also the fact that I thought I'll do a really big glass, a bit like when we last recorded together. Yeah. And I did two doubles in this big glass and obviously it's all gone. Right. So I thought, you know what? I've wasted enough alcohol tonight. Unfortunately, <laughs> I've not consumed it. Yeah. <laughs> I've just put it down as a bad job. You should have just got on the floor yourself and started lapping it up. <laughs> it was very close, but there was no lime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If there was lime in it, <laughs> I would have been on my all fours. <laughs> I could have just squeezed it all over the floor, couldn't I, really? That is very true, yeah. Just go squeeze it in a bin and all the liquid will fall to the bottom. Just take the rubbish out and down it. <laughs> oh, God. You don't see that in the James Bond films, do you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Martini. Mopped. Not stirred. <laughs> <laughs> Grim. Speaking of cocktails, when I got home after recording from your house when we did episode 15, part one and two, I would listen through episode 15, part one and sent it off to you and I could remember that perfectly and it was absolutely fine, but I could not remember for the life of me recording part two. Oh, really? Yeah, those cocktails like just completely destroyed me and I didn't realise until the next day. No way. But I could not remember any of 15, part two. Uh, I was just gone and I had to listen back, listen to my horror slurringness <laughs> and it's obviously out now yes and uh, everyone will know what i'm talking about but yeah i was just like sort of listening and just cringing to myself like oh, oh God. no <laughs> and this is going to be released to the public oh dear but uh, i guess it was in those kind of spirits and that's the idea of it was to have a little bit of a piss about and just sort of get drunk and play a game so we did it and it was fun it's <laughs> about getting pissed. yeah i'm just excited to hear everyone's thoughts on it and by everyone i mean my parents and you <laughs> <laughs> yeah how are you anyway? Yeah, I'm, I'm good. I have decided since the cocktails to stay away from alcohol for a bit. <laughs> I did have a, a, a slight tipple last night as I was doing some research and I have found that it is only hindering me. So I did some more research today away from the old booze <laughs> and it's gone good. It's gone better. So good. Maybe I'm just getting old, but you know, I'm just like thinking like, I can't be bothered having a drink anymore. Shall we rename two guys what's up as AA? Yep, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. We'll just get together, ditch the microphones, ditch the computers, and we'll just talk about not drinking to each other. <laughs>
I don't have a drinking problem. It goes down fine. (laughs) (laughs) So in lighter news, regarding the poll from episode 13 that I put out again to see once and for all who had the sexiest voice and I added Crabladore and my dad into it, it's come back as a three-way tie. We got one vote each, you and I, so that's cool. I think the vote for me was me, though. Nice. (laughs) So I don't know if that counts. (laughs) Did you accidentally click me? Yeah, maybe. (laughs) Was that when you were pissed? (laughs) (laughs) Which time? (laughs) And um, the third vote went to... Crabladore! Sorry, Dad, you got no votes for your voice. Don't worry about it, son. It's all right, he'll drown his sorrows in 80s music. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Just be crying into his microphone at work. (laughs) At least I've got you guys to come to. You love my voice, don't you? Listeners, you f***ing (laughs) s***bags. It's just that he glances over at who's listening and it's zero. (laughs) (laughs) It's actually a minus number. (laughs) Even the producer isn't there. (laughs) They've locked up. (laughs) They've turned the fuse box off. (laughs) Left him in the dark talking to himself. (laughs) I have got a sexy voice. Poor Ian's dad. I'll give him a hug next time I see him. Brilliant. But yeah, moving on to funkier stuff. I hear you have a listener submission. I do. Nice. Hit me. This is from a friend of mine called Dan. Hi, Dan. (laughs) And he's recently written a book. I don't really want to say conspiracy theories, but about looking at things from a different perspective. Okay. He's written to us with a couple of paranormal experiences that he's had from his past. Awesome. He says, I've got a couple of interesting paranormal experiences to share with you for the podcast, which I share in my new book. He writes, The family computer wasn't working, and my uncle, who has a degree in computers, was round trying to fix it. The electricity was turned off, there were no Bluetooth or wireless devices connected to the computer, but suddenly, out of the disconnected speakers, comes a song by Glenn Miller, whose music my late granddad was very fond of, and indeed, it was a song played at his funeral. No wireless devices which played music had any Glenn Miller song on file, and there were no Glenn Miller CDs in the house anyway. I mean, people can speculate on the cause of that experience for themselves, but this was certainly no obvious technological cause. How weird. That's kind of odd. Yeah, definitely. Especially if the speakers were completely disconnected anyway. What sort of year is he talking? Does does he say? I asked him this and he said it's the early 2000s, but he doesn't know exactly. The only reason I'm thinking is because I remember the speakers that I had in a personal computer, or PC as the cool kids call it, when I was younger. And the way you described it just kind of made me think of that sort of rubbish old desktop, you know, with the tower and the massive yeah. uh, monitor and stuff. So Sims playing in the background. Yeah, that kind of thing. But I mean, like, I remember those speakers were wired and they weren't even like Bluetooth capable or anything like that. So that, that's what I had in my mind as she said that. Yeah, I don't know. But very odd indeed. A weird coincidence, if nothing else. So his final experience says, another one I remember from childhood is a woman, in inverted commas, following my mother into the house after she had collected the washing from the washing line. I saw this from my bedroom window a few times. I believe the woman was a ghost, but had a human form. I don't remember any colour on the woman as humans would have with skin and clothes, etc. Although I do remember her as a grey woman. I have seen reports of a grey lady, which apparently many people have seen, although their description is different to mine. And that's where that entry ends. So, intriguing, kind of odd, leads me to more questions. Definitely, yeah. Maybe in the book they are more explored. Possibly so. So, yeah, thank you, Dan, for sending those in. If you have any more, or anybody else does, please send them into twoguyswhatsup at gmail.com. Absolutely, yeah, I'd love to hear them. Is there anywhere we can link the book? Yeah, shall we link it into the description? Yeah, that'd be cool. Excellent. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, that's awesome. So, what are you going to be going 
bringing to us today, Ben Jordan? Today, I'm going to be going through the weirdest and stupidest laws around the world. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Is there any from the UK? There are some from the UK, actually. Fantastic. Can't wait to get into that. <laughs> yeah, you might have already been breaking some of these laws. <laughs> I am a law-abiding citizen, and I do nothing of the sort, Jordan. Well, apparently, it is illegal to be drunk in a pub, and I'm sure you've done that before. Never. Don't drink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is AA. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing well. Keep up the efforts. Thank you. Absolutely. (laughs) Brilliant. Well, before we get into that, I am going to be giving you a couple different views on Bigfoot. Ooh, okay. I thought it might be quite interesting to give a sort of two general views of what a Bigfoot creature actually is. Please do. Because uh, I think a lot of people think that it's just like seen as the missing link or it's just a lost hominid that is in our species that we don't generally see and they just instantly dismiss it. But that is obviously one of the things that people think it is. Yeah. But there is another one which is a little bit more esoteric, a bit more creepy that I think people might find very interesting and very eye-opening. Okay. I'd love to hear about the big feats. <laughs> Don't you start. <laughs> <laughs> Bigfoot goes by many names, noted in many different cultures and legends around the world. For example, in Australia, they have the Yowie, a creature that has roots in Aboriginal folklore, said to be bipedal, hairy, ape-like creature standing as tall as 6 to 12 foot. Mm. In China, they have the Yeren, reported to be an ape-man, said to inhabit the remote mountainous regions where sightings of hairy men have remained present and constant since 340 BCE. So this legend has been around and reported for approximately 2,000 360 years so not very long really yeah just a little blip in our earth's <laughs> time but but still i mean that's longer than i've been on the earth so it's a fair amount of time longer than both of us combined <laughs> to be fair most things can say that <laughs> absolutely but in the usa we have the more generally known bigfoot or whatever jordan feels like calling them today big feet bigfoots <laughs> big shut your gob i'm talking <laughs> oh is that what you call them <laughs> Yeah. I didn't find that in my research. That's how I get them to stop hounding me when I'm in the woods. <laughs> what do you mean by hounding? Uh, like, you know, like coming up to me with the fingers and going like, ooh, ooh, boogie, and stuff like that. You know, hounding me, just being buggers. At first I thought you said pounding. <laughs> that comes after a few drinks. <laughs> Is that also why you've stopped? Yeah. I just kept finding myself in the woods. <laughs> Oh, God. oh, you do have big feet. <laughs> you know what they say about big feet? Big shoes. Big throbbing hairy dick. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, first recorded on film and thrown into pop culture on October 20th, 1967 in North California at the side of Bluff Creek, Roger Patterson and Robert Gimlin were out for a nice relaxing horseback ride in the Six Rivers National Forest and on this fateful day, they caught on film just under one minute of what is now thought to be the most popular and recognisable footage of a captured Bigfoot. I've seen that. It's been come to known as the Patterson-Gimlin film, taken from their surnames, and I'm sure everyone will have seen it, even if you've never heard of it i guarantee you've seen it i do remember it being quite sort of grainy footage though it is very grainy and uh we'll we'll get into that in a little bit you can't quite see the zipper on the costume naturally yeah i think that was kind of the point you know (laughs) if you see it it'll give it away (laughs) for anyone at home if you don't recognize the name it is in the woods so it's quite light bright footage of across the river where bigfoot walking away looking back strolling its old arms along and walking away into the distance and it's a very shaky sort of grainy film you've probably seen it if you haven't i'll put a link in the description so you can watch it and then you'll click on it you go uh yeah this one 
The filmed cryptid was affectionately nicknamed Patty, as apparently the Bigfoot that was recorded was in Mrs. Bigfoot, mm. as evidenced by the appearance of some big old swinging ape boobies that can be seen on the footage. You're joking, I've never noticed that. Uh, yeah, that is a detail that was noticed quite a lot later, but yeah, they think it was a, a female. Mrs. Bigfoots. Mrs. Bigfooters, yes. Mrs. Bigfeet. But was it real? Well, it has been heavily disputed throughout the years. One Dr. Jeff Meldrum, an anatomy and anthropological professor in Idaho State University, used absolutely none of his special knowledge or know-how when he said when the footage was captured Hollywood didn't possess the skills to create a gorilla costume that looked and moved like Patty okay so you know you got this scientist doctor guy who's like no they couldn't even do a bloody costume like that you know he didn't say I don't think this is real because humans didn't walk like that when they were in this state of evolution or whatever you know mm -hmm. he just bloody went straight to no I watch films and films aren't that good <laughs> I'd love if a scientist really spoke like that <laughs> I'd love if he's listened to this and he calls me and he's like, I don't even talk like that. <laughs> you misquoting me. I didn't fucking say that. <laughs> Other people who aren't worth mentioning the names of because they're just dirty wrong scientists who use their brains to say that the film was too low resolution, too far away to make any assumptions. It's too shaky. No details can really be observed. It's walking upright. It has two arms and two legs. So why not just assume it's a person in a suit because that's what it looks like, which makes sense. You know, Occam's razor, perfect scientific method. If you hear hooves, think horses, not zebras. I'll be honest with you, I think they're not onto anything with that. Stupid scientists. Talking out their ass. So, although Patterson died of cancer in 1972, he maintained right to the end that the creature that they filmed was real. And Robert Gimlin continues to do talks and conventions to this day, still proclaiming the fact that it was not a hoax. Mm. Another strong piece of evidence that I am not quite sure you'll know exists, Jordan, because this is a bit more of the creepier side of things, is the Sierra sounds. Have you ever heard of them? I think so. Oh, well, just shoot me down then. <laughs> <laughs> My big foot. <laughs> My big feet. Recorded in the Nevada mountains in California in 1971, Al Berry and Ron Moorhead had set up camp for the night somewhere between Lake Tahoe and Yosemite National Park. They were sceptical reporters investigating the Bigfoot phenomena, and that night they woke up to hear some strange noises coming from the surrounding areas. What followed was a supposed Bigfoot family shouting, yipping, hooting, wood knocking, calling and responding with the humans who were recording it all. Okay, so was that in a way of shooing them away? No, I think they were just talking. Like, So I think these Bigfooters were just chatting to each other. Oh, and it was so loud. It, it, it was heard. It woke the guys up so they got up mm -hmm. and started recording it got you i think they then started calling and responding so they were like shouting to them if you imagine like you're in the woods chatting to me shouting and be like oh man look at this acorn i found and then you hear a noise like off in the distance and you're like what's that and then you hear like blur and then you start going blur back it's like that kind of thing got you so a linguist whose self-described credentials include playing the flute speaking several languages and having a russian friend that thinks they're russian because they're so good at speaking russian said that she can confidently say that the tapes are are not faked and the vocal range demonstrated is too broad to be made by a human. Oh. She also suggests that Bigfoot individuals have a language possibly including Sasquatch swear words <laughs> for some reason. How do they know? <laughs> I couldn't tell you. She's a linguist apparently. Speaks Russian. And Bigfoot. Obviously now. The tape was also analysed by some university sound specialists who determined that a human voice could not have made the noises as it would have required a much longer vocal tract. Okay. Although, in the spirit of fairness, a Sasquatch investigator later asked one of these experts if a human could imitate the sound by simply cupping his hands around his mouth and the answer was yes. Okay. <laughs> Brilliant. The entire recordings were listened to and no compelling evidence to believe that any of the noises made were by Bigfoot creatures. Okay. 
But my argument in that sense would have been, how do you know? How do you know what a Bigfoot sounds like? That's true. You can't really say that is or isn't because you just, you don't know. So shut up. <laughs> what if they sounded like they had a whole lot of helium before they spoke? Well, that I guess that would be easily debunkable in the eyes of scientists. But then again, you wouldn't know, would you? So That's it. But who's to say they've got these kind of big bellowing voices? Well, I, I guess that's just the thing that people think because that's all that's ever really been heard. I don't think anyone's ever heard of like a... <laughs> Maybe it's that it's so high-pitched, we just can't hear it. Maybe. But it's happening all the time. So what are we hearing then? Just occasionally when the vocal pitch shifts down an octave. Oh, right. So when they're doing their podcast and they do their dad's voice and they pitch it down. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> then we hear it. So that's what we hear in the woods all the time. So, yeah, those guys, they're just disrupting this poor Bigfoot family podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Bigfoot family time with me, Papa Biggie. <laughs> <laughs> Bigfoot, what's up? <laughs> That should be our second podcast. <laughs> so this audio is also disputed, as it is said that the shouting could have been from other animals. There is no footage to accompany the audio. The wood knocking, that is another common trait of Bigfoot, apparently, would have been easily to fake. Al and Ron deny that it was a hoax, though. Ah. And for your listening pleasure at home, I will add in a short snippet of the Sierra sound so you can take a listen and come to your own conclusion. And please feel free to email in anything that you think about it. Let us know if you think it's real. Let us know if you think it's a load of hooey. <laughs> Have a listen now. There's two of them across the creek at the big rocks. They sound like he talks to others and they talk to each other. Yeah. So this is where we get into the creepiest stuff. Okay. I know what you're thinking. If Bigfoot is real, why don't we find bodies? Why don't we find poop? Why don't we see them more often? Why aren't they filmed and documented? Why, Ian? Well, there is a simple answer. Bigfoot is not of this earth. Or just not real. <laughs> Yeah, but we're going on the, the strand of belief that Bigfoot is real, but we don't know what he is, okay? So he is real. That's, that's what we're going on. Okay. There are a multitude of otherworldly theories. Some include they are aliens. There are many reports that mention the orbs of light are seen that drop off a Bigfoot, oh. as if it's a crust of some sort, dropping off the little bugger onto Earth. Some people believe that they are the pets of aliens and that they are sent to Earth to do some recon, much like a dog would in war doing things like bomb sniffing. Oh. People believe that aliens and Bigfoot are separate entities and either allies or enemies okay so for example some people think that bigfoot are good and they're the ones who are trying to help humanity and they're fighting off the alien greys who are obviously ball bags and that's why they stay hidden because they don't want to be like hey we're alive and aliens are real and you know blow the cover and all that sort of lark so they're on our side yep apparently all right and we just walk around being ball bags to them <laughs> one theory suggests that the bigfoot are simply not of this earth and are interdimensional travelers that can travel through portals that exist in different parts of the world right which would be the best evidence as to why we don't see their bodies, families, dens, houses, Bigfoot run Burger Kings. 
that sort of stuff. <laughs> Do you reckon it'd get a double whopper? Oh yeah, can you imagine like a bigfoot sized double whopper though? You know, because they've got big ass hands. It'd be like massive. Like that'd be like my kind of size burger. <laughs> I would go for that too. Yeah, four of them. Well, do you want to meet me in the woods and we'll go for a little wander and see if we can find one? <laughs> what a bigfoot or a little Burger King in the a woods? Big, a bigfoot run Burger King, obviously. <laughs> then the bigfoot after a few bodies. <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> Get that. Still talking about drink, Ian. <laughs> I just need a pound in Jordan. <laughs> there is thoughts that Bigfoot is just an animal, and others that they are intelligent creatures, able to do things like camouflage themselves, enact warnings to keep you from getting too close in the form of throwing stones at insane strength with crazy accuracy to scare you off. There's a lot of stories that people say they'll have rocks thrown at them. It'll hit just to the side of them, so it never hits them. It's like a warning saying, back off. This is my area. Yeah. I know you can smell the burgers, but just stay away. <laughs> On this side of the coin, they are said to have telepathic powers and be able to disappear in the blink of an eye. There are reports of Bigfoot being shot at and the bullets just rebounding off them, being shot at point-blank range with a shotgun and it having absolutely no effect, which also sounds like our Metal Pals from episode 14. Ding, 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 ding. So, quick theory. Bulletproof, like the goblins from episode 14, and big and hairy like the brownies from episode 15 part 1. Coincidence? Or are Bigfoots part of the fairy folk? Oh, there's a question. I would have never thought of Bigfoot as being a fairy. Well, there you go. I mean, there is a wide spectrum of the fae, so why not? Imagine a fairy with a massive foot. <laughs> a little, like, three-inch fairy, but with, like, <laughs> my size feet. <laughs> yeah! Size 15 trainers. It just wouldn't be able to walk, would it? <laughs> Luckily, it's got wings. We're <laughs> yeah, flying, like leaving a trail in the dirt as it goes. <laughs> So, many points to ponder over. Again, it just harkens back to episode 8 where I brought up the fact that we'll just never bloody know. That is true. But have you ever seen a TV show? It's an American thing called Survivor Man by Les Stroud. I have not seen that. So, he's like a filmmaker survivalist guy who would often like go into the woods and show the people how he would survive and so on. Right. A bit like Bear Grylls, but not faked. Okay. <laughs> and in one of the documentaries that he does, he has what he thinks is an experience with Sasquatch. Oh. So he has, I think, a couple of cameras that are like handheld with tripods so he can do like a long distance shot and also film his face up close and so on. Yeah. I don't quite recall, like you don't see a Bigfoot on the screen, but he's so sure that he either sees one or that he hears one. And it was, I believe, if I'm remembering this correctly, there was a similar situation where something got thrown and was a little bit of a warning sign yeah, yeah. near his camp. It was really interesting. I'm kind of not doing it justice because I don't fully remember it but i remember les stroud in survivor man having an experience like that very interesting i would call him a very credible guy you know comes across that way well yeah i mean if he's just going into the woods just doing his own sort of show i don't think he'd just be like oh wouldn't it be well funny if i just set up like a little bigfoot encounter oh exactly what he was filming wasn't even for paranormal reasons exactly yeah so like why would you just add that in i mean i guess that could add to the believability of it being a hoax because people would just automatically go well why would he do that it must be real so two ways of looking at it but the other thing as well is that because he's done it so often it had to have been very unusual for that to have got his interest you know not being a normal situation situation a paranormal experience if he's always in the woods and then something out of his ordinary happening actually putting him on edge like he's not seen it all kind of thing exactly wow. so it was very interesting just on a side note do you want to know what my survival thing would be if i had a tv show about how to survive the wilderness what would you find this burger king in the middle of the woods it's, it's easier than that i would just stay at home <laughs> they'd be like hey it's time to go into the woods and i'd be like no i'm just gonna stay in my safe four walls thanks and then i'd be like see survive the woods <laughs> you set up this tent they don't realize it's in 
in your living room. Yeah. And like, <laughs> oh, you can hear all the animals on the outside. It's just your TV playing. <laughs> yeah, playing David Attenborough. Playing Survivor Man. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so many points of all beliefs, providing we suspend our disbelief, can make sense, but which is the best one to believe or come down on? There are stories from credible witnesses that we speak about on both sides of the Bigfoot coin, so which one is to be believed? Earth-dwelling creature or interdimensional planetary traveller? I think in future, it might be worth taking a look at one of each of these stories in full, so maybe give you a better picture of what both sides are. So I'm going to start looking into that, and I'm going to look at a sort of flesh-and-blood ape-man sighting Bigfoot, and I'm going to look at the sort of alien side where people talk about like the interdimensional traveler kind yeah, of side yeah. and i'll bring you one of each okay i did find one on youtube that i wanted to have a look at but i didn't have time before we started recording today so i'm gonna have a look at that and i might make some notes so if that happens i'll bring that up next week okay nice and if not never hear it again <laughs> yeah talk about ghost dolphins or something <laughs> out of curiosity what do you think let me tell you my thoughts i believe that all of these theories that the interdimensional traveler one speaks to me more right but even that raises more questions the biggest one being why why would they come here? Mm, yeah. But uh, what what would you believe? Obviously, going away from the thought of just thinking, no, they're not real. Yes, yeah. You know, if you sort of had to look at one of these, what would you think? See, I've never thought of it as being some sort of interdimensional thing. I really struggle with the idea of that. To be honest, when I first started looking at Bigfoot and getting interested in it, I didn't care for it at all. I was just like, what, big creature that lives in the woods? Yeah. Who cares? That's not paranormal, is it? It's just like legend, isn't it? It's like Nessie. You think, ooh, monster in the lake. You think, ooh, <laughs> ape guy in the woods. It's not really that creepy. True. But then when I heard about the alien side of it and the interdimensional side of it and the bizarre things that people have seen and the way it sort of interweaves more with paranormal, mm. I got a lot more interested in it. And actually to the point where I got a Bigfoot tattoo, which I think you can see on the Instagram. I do remember that. I heard about that sort of theory and I was like, that just gives it so much more spookiness, like so much <laughs> more intrigue. And I, I just like looked into it a lot and, and found it super interesting because it's not as if it's just one guy's like, maybe he's an interdimensional traveler. It's like there is an entire gold mine of the and stories that sort of back it up as well so yeah it's pretty cool a little rabbit hole absolutely i suppose it does stay more in alignment with your views of what you explained to us previously so i think it ties in a little more with that then yeah definitely absolutely and it sort of gives it more of a unified theory of everything yes you can kind of take all these aspects and slot them in nicely and give it a bit of reason rather than just being like what is it (laughs) (laughs) exactly but i mean let's face it we'll probably never really know but it's very interesting to theorize yeah definitely very fun but uh that about brings it to an end for my big feet shenanigans for today i'm looking forward to hearing some laws so i can uh, break them yeah <laughs> punish myself if i have uh, committed any crimes that i did not know about we'll find out shall we let's go have you ever picked up a porcupine i have not no oh that's fine because it's not a law right so okay, fair enough <laughs> you had me going <laughs> so a collection of weird and silliest laws around the world some of them admittedly not a thing anymore but they once were and i just think it's crackers so here's a few for you did you know it is illegal to be drunk in a pub i did not know that or at least it would have been in 1872 where it held a 200 pound fine which was a lot of money back then absolutely if you were found drunk in a pub who would have thought (laughs) side note do you know what pub is short for public house correct well done thank you (laughs) the research master strikes again (laughs) i was hoping that i would have been wrong and i would have actually learned something (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'm sick of listening to your paranormal (laughs) i actually wanted to learn something today
Something feasible, Jesus. <laughs> and did you also know that it's illegal to linger after a funeral in the UK? I did not know that. Perhaps the harshest and saddest UK law that states you are not allowed to linger after a funeral. This comes after 2015, when a man stayed an extra 20 minutes at his wife's funeral and was charged a harsh £160 just so gravediggers would continue with their work. F***ing hell. Can you imagine that? Like, sorry for your loss. Give me money. That's bad, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> sorry for your loss, but by the way, give us 160 quid, you bastard. I've just had to pay to bury my wife, so I don't really have much money at the moment. Can you let me off? No. Really harsh. And that's in the UK. 2015, that wasn't long ago. Yeah, it's recent. Here's another one. Question for you. You know the kids game where you knock on people's doors and then you run away? Knock a door run kind of thing. Right. I was going to ask you what you call that. Right. I call it knock a door run as well. I think it's maybe a, a local dialect thing, but this law says knock knock ginger. I have heard that one. Have you? I have never heard that. <laughs> Have you heard of the adult version? Uh, no. Snog a cock cum. <laughs> <laughs> I've not heard that. I just made it up. <laughs> oh, God. I thought you were serious. Wanna play? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> This kid's game might seem like a harmless prank, but playing it is breaking the law. A law from 1839 makes it illegal to willfully disturb any inhabitant by pulling or ringing any doorbell or knocking on any door without lawful excuse. So does that mean that there's like a loophole? You can like chuck a brick through the window instead? (laughs) What would you do? Oh, I'm just knocking on the door to let you know there's a brick lob through your window. (laughs) But you wouldn't even be able to tell them because you'd have run off. Uh, shout it into the wind as you're doing one (laughs) (laughs) but luckily today we've got ring doorbells the majority of the time that is very true yeah (laughs) so unless you wear a mask of donald trump or something (laughs) lob a brick get him into more trouble (laughs) another one it's illegal to run out of fuel on the german autobahn i can imagine that and i can see why yeah i can too i mean i've never been on one before i have (laughs) i lived in germany and uh we had to travel it and yeah i remember going on it and we went fast there's no speed limit is there no no it's just do what you want (laughs) (laughs) but i guess you get a lot less right lane hoggers i think it is like quite a lot of lanes oh okay it's not just your dual carriageway no no (laughs) (laughs) country road (laughs) it says it has two three or sometimes as many as four lanes which is perfect because if you're traveling 200 miles an hour the best thing you want to do is try and merge into another lane (laughs) True. When it goes from four to two. (laughs) I mean, I think that's a great idea, though. I bet, ironically, there's a lot less accidents. I think it is one of the safest roads, to be honest. You're not going to be doing silly manoeuvres because you're trying to get round someone who you can't get past. Well, let's take a a two guys what's up funded trip and we'll go see. I'll go in one car, (laughs) you can go in another. You do do 40 mile an hour, I'll do 300. See what happens. Especially if you hire a really crap car and you end up flintstone in it. Yeah. <laughs> My big feet will be going faster than you. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. So yeah, apparently if you run out of fuel, you face a big fine. I can imagine. Another one. From Poland, it's illegal to wear your Winnie the Pooh t-shirt around playgrounds and schools. Why? I don't know. They say apparently the cuddly little bear does not wear pants. And because of this, Poland issued a ban on Winnie the Pooh, finding the character a little bit too risque for the likes of impressionable children. Mm, Okay. I mean, I can see where they're coming from. But a lot of cartoon characters don't wear trousers. Like, I mean, Donald Duck is another one. Oh, that's true. Well, don't tell them that. Then they'll ban that one as 
as well. Oh, yeah, I'll keep that to myself. <laughs> Mickey Ma- Oh, no, he does. Um, I don't want to Google what cartoon characters don't wear pants. <laughs> <'cause>... <laughs> Naked bottom halves. Yeah, I get stuck on a list. <laughs> <laughs> well, your internet history will be viewed for everybody. <laughs> It's illegal to be shirtless in Barcelona, simple enough. And that's passed in 2011. Fines for walking around half naked could cost you up to 260 euros. Wow. So does that include like places like beaches? Yeah, yeah. Really? Yep. The average temperature in Barcelona is 25 degrees. Not awful. Not awful, but I mean, like, if you're at the beach and you're laying there in the sweltering sun, you don't want to be wearing a shirt, do you? You you want to have your top off, (laughs) your big hairy ape boobs. (laughs) Like Penny or whatever her name was. Patty. <laughs> That's it, Patty. Glad to see you were listening, Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> Another one. In France, men must wear speedos on the beach. Okay, well, I guess that's better. At least that's beach wear. See, when I hear that, though, it's the fact that men are not allowed to wear loose-fitting swim trunks on beaches. It has to be, like, tight-fitting speedos. Right, I see. Is that in case any Brits go over and start stealing their fish? <laughs> Sorry, I, I swore we'd never get into politics. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I'm not even going to answer that. <laughs> the law wasn't for safety, but rather that men wouldn't dare walk around town in a speeder. And this reminds me, because my my father-in-law lives in the south of France, and he wears speedos at the beach. I don't know if this is because of this law. Maybe it is. I guess it'll have to be. Possibly. I remember when my wife told me about this before I knew about said law. And I always, I remember saying to her, I could just imagine... <laughs> <laughs> that her dad's there on the beach wearing speedos <laughs> and the S falls off. <laughs> that would be unlucky. <laughs> Another one. It's illegal to swear in the United Arab Emirates. Really? Yeah. What if you stub your toe really badly? There, you go to jail. Oh. <laughs> so that's a bad day for you. <laughs> No, if you swear, right. you're getting fined or you're going to jail. Wow. Yeah. So this isn't just for saying inappropriate words out loud. It includes... Thinking them. Spelling them. <laughs> yeah. Texting them. It includes indecent physical gestures and extends to your text messages and social media as well. Oh, wow. Not even indecent emojis are allowed. Wow, okay. Fair enough. It's a thing that is a way of letting people know how you feel. Like you said in a previous podcast, if you stub your toe, you're not like, oh, that was not great. You, you want to be like, fuck. Yeah, I've read that there's been some studies where the act of swearing actually reduces your stress. Helps relieve pain. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I, I think there's something to it. But in my research, in the recent years, a British man sent an angry message to a car dealer who seemingly did him wrong. He was then threatened with three weeks in jail for his choice of words. That's how serious it is. Hell. If you'd have said that straight off to the dick. Yep, straight nine, nine years in the hole. <laughs> I'll rattle through a few of these now. Okay. It's illegal to build a sandcastle in Spain. Oops. Especially <laughs> the island of Mallorca, for example, you could pay 100 euros, but you could pay up to 1,500 euros in Galicia. Where's Galicia? I'm guessing Spain. <laughs> And before you ask, kids are included in the restriction and the parents foot the bill. Really? I don't know how they police this, really, but... Yeah, I mean, like you said earlier, they're probably just, like, old laws that are just, like, ridiculous now and not really in effect. Yeah, but still, apparently they are live laws. Mental. Crackers. This <laughs> this one was a great one. It's illegal in China to reincarnate without permission. What? Where'd you get the permission from? <laughs> 
exactly. Who do you ask? Exactly. I know. I know. Absolutely crackers. Do you have to ask before you go? Yeah. I don't know how they enforce it, but that is the truth. Tibetan Buddhist monks are not allowed to reincarnate after they die unless they have been granted permission from the government. Wow. It's also illegal in Canada to pay with too many coins. So if you're making a payment that is more than $10, it is illegal to pay with more than a single coin under the Currency Act in Canada. I can see that being a reason. I mean, it's just annoying, isn't it? But Especially when people like, you know, try and be hard and like they walk into a place and be like, oh, I'm here to pay for five and pay for pennies. Yeah, I mean, that is taking the piss. But if something is more than $10 and you're paying with more than a coin. I think I think it's a coin over. That's where I heard it. Was it not that? It's like it's a coin over the amount. It's illegal to pay with more than a single coin. So it's illegal to pay with too many coins. So in other words, if it's more than $10, you can't use more than a single coin. Right. Do they have a $10 coin i was thinking exactly the same thing i doubt it <laughs> and i don't see how this works if there's any canadians listening please do let us know yeah please tell us that would be very helpful to have that explained very odd yeah and interestingly for us in regards to bigfoot here's another canadian law it's illegal to kill bigfoot in british columbia no way yeah. When people first began sighting Bigfoot or Sasquatch in the 1800s, British Columbia made it illegal to kill him, her, it. Patty. No one has ever captured proof of this hairy giant creature, but if you should find it and kill it, you could be fined up to a quarter million dollars if you do not have the proper hunting license. I'm pretty sure you'd make more than that in the royalties from uh, <laughs> showing a Bigfoot body off for the first time to science, so I think you'd be fine. That is true. <laughs> That's a pretty stupid law. <laughs> and also, it's kind of implying that they're real it may be the authorities know something we don't see this is the thing who knows um, another one is illegal to eat a person in idaho which i'd have thought that would be the same in many areas <laughs> i think uh, a lot of other places just don't really feel the need to specify that <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Apparently, it's imprisonment of up to 14 years if you eat the flesh or blood of a person. However, cannibalism is allowed under life-threatening conditions. Oh. Though they don't specify what that is. I guess if you're <laughs> stuck on an island and you, you have to like eat your friend's legs or something. Yeah, I, I don't get it. It's very kind of them to put that little uh, bylaw in there. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure people have used that though, haven't they? Oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't mean to eat my wife. I just couldn't get out of my bedroom. <laughs> I was waiting to teleport. <laughs> Fix my door and jam myself in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is your door still all right, by the way? It is, yeah, so far. Good. Touch wood. Not my door, though, or it'll break. <laughs> <laughs> You've not had any of your sons running into it again. No, I, I gave him a, a stern warning that he should not do that again. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> I'm a dad. <laughs> Did you know that it's illegal in the UK to handle salmon suspiciously? Yeah, I've heard that one. Yeah, but I, I don't know what that means at all. I, I don't think anyone really does. Can you elaborate any? No. I mean, this is from the Salmon Act of 1986. I wish that this was a joke, but it's true. <laughs> Parliament deemed it illegal to handle salmon in suspicious circumstances across the UK. But it also applies to trout, freshwater fish, and eels. Oh, thank God. But it doesn't specify what is considered suspicious. <laughs> so that's helpful. Did you know that throwing octopuses is illegal in Michigan? I did not know that one. I don't think anyone really has to worry about that. In Japan, you cannot be overweight. So that's me gone immediately. Yeah, I'd be in jail. <laughs> yeah, they'd have thrown away the key from me. <laughs> yeah. So I didn't eat it. <laughs> <laughs>
Apparently, a law requires people between the ages of 40 to 74 to have an annual waist measurement performed at the doctor. Wow. Fines will be incurred if men have waists over 33.5 inches or 35.4 inches for women. That's madness. Isn't it just? I think they should bring that in for us here and I might actually lose some more weight. That's the thing, I wouldn't because I'd just be like, I enjoy food. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it wasn't a problem before, so suck it. Now fetch me well, a burger. If you suck it in. <laughs> Before I get my kelpies on you. And last one I'll leave you with, which for me was just my favourite. So this is again in France. Did you know that you cannot die without pre-purchased burial plot? <laughs> I don't know how they deal with this. Yeah, who, who do they arrest for that? You cannot die within the city limits unless you already have your burial plot purchased at the local cemetery. This has to do with the fact that the cemetery is full, so the mayor ensued an ordinance in 2008. He added, offenders will be severely punished. <laughs> it brought back to life. Yeah, how does that work? God knows. So you've just died, yeah. and your family's probably been fined for staying there too long. <laughs> and then- you're punished for not having your burial plot. <laughs> Just everyone's getting it that day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What a weird thing. So, laws, everybody. Abide by them. You reminded me of a couple, you know. I always had this one when I first started school that um, if I ever went on a day out to York, they were like, oh, careful, it's not a Tuesday, because apparently it's still legal to kill a Scottish person with a crossbow on a Tuesday inside the city walls of York. Do you fancy going uh, to York on Tuesday? No, sorry, I've, uh, <laughs> I've got my friends to see. <laughs> I just thought we could go crossbowing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's go crossbow shopping. <laughs> Didn't know that. Uh, that's very true, apparently. I know a Filipino person as well, and uh, they have told me that two things to do with the Philippines, that if somebody injures someone, like in a, say like somebody's driving along and they hit a person with their car, the person who hit them is then responsible for their hospital bills and to make sure that they come back to health. So a lot of people will actually finish the job. So they'll like hit them and they'll be like, oh, so they'll reverse the car and make sure they kill them so that they don't have to <gasps> pay the money no way to nurse them back to health yeah and uh, the second one that he said about it was um, if there's a person who is constantly getting into trouble constantly being a bit of a pain to the law they take them into custody a lot uh, one day if they get a little bit sick of it they'll just be like hey mate uh, yeah, off, off you go for a walk and then they're, they're, you know you're free and they'll follow them and they'll just kill them <laughs> Yeah, just to get rid of them. They're like, you know, too much of a hassle. Bang. Wow. No way. Insane. See that other one that you just said about when they'd reverse over them? Yeah. I thought you were going to say it causes them to drive really well. No, no. And there's never any accidents. <laughs> they, just, they just make sure they kill them. They just be like, no, sorry, it was an accident. Uh, that's awful. Yeah, and th- this, was, this was told to me. Right? I mean, so if my information is wrong, which I don't think it is, but if it is, then I, I apologize for spreading misinformation. But it was told to me by a Filipino person who was born born, raised and grew up there and moved here. Wow. Anyway, uh, I think that about wraps up today's episode. Does it not, Jordan? Anything else to add? No, I think that is clear, concise and to the point. Fan fantastic Well then, thank you everybody for tuning into today's episode of Two Guys What's Up. If you would like to get in touch with us and you have any idea you'd like us to research, have something read out in a future episode or even just want to say hi, you can find all the links to our socials where you can reach us at twoguyswhatsup.com which will be linked in the description of this episode for your click the click clack clacking pleasure don't forget to follow the show wherever you listen to us so you don't miss another episode and maybe even tell a friend take your bowl of two guys what's up go to your friend's house sit down around a 
smart speaker and pour the warm audio comedy straight into your soul. Soak it up. Tell them to do it too. If everyone tells two people, we'll be in everyone's ears within the week. If you're enjoying the show, and if you're feeling kind, a five-star rating and review in the Apple Podcast app would go a long way to help us out, and we would be eternally grateful. But on that note, thank you for listening. Have an amazing week, guys, and we will see you next Monday. Bye! See you later! I just need a pound in Jordan. <laughs>